All right, guys, welcome to the first ever You Betcha Radio podcast. I am Miles, the You Betcha guy. I'm super stoked because I've been wanting to do this for a while and the timing finally worked out good. Um, I am here with a buddy of mine who has got clearly has a face for radio. Um, he is a guy that does our T-shirts. So he is Ryan, the T-shirt guy. Um, he, so if you have any problems with your t-shirts, don't come <laughs> calling to me. You, you got to talk to this guy. So Ryan, introduce yourself. What's up guys. Uh, I am like Miles said, Ryan, the t-shirt guy. Um, <laughs> if you do have a problem, just email info. I might direct miles to that email. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of behind the scenes guy. Um, I do a lot of the back end work for miles that so you bet you guy. And, um, allow him to focus a little bit more on content creation, what he's good at, um, so that all the little minute details can be handled elsewhere. Yeah. And, uh, I thought it was only fitting that him and I do this podcast together. So really what his role is to kind of keep me on track because I can tend to, uh, ramble and and get off topic once in a while. And so, um, what we're going to do is we're going to read some ads and then get into the podcast here. You betcha. We know that life is way too short to hold your own drink, and that's why we have the Bev Buckle. Now, the Bev Buckle is a belt buckle that is the world's first retractable drink holder, um, and it holds your bush lattes like a charm. They're handmade here in the U.S., um, and they were also on Shark Tank, so they're the perfect gift for anyone who likes to drink lattes but they don't want to be bothered with the fact of holding the lattes. You can find these guys at their website, bevbuckle.com or on all their social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, bevbuckle, B-E-V-B-U-C-K-L-E. But you can also get 15% off of your order by using promo code YouBetcha with no space, Y-O-U-B-E-T-C-H-A to get 15% off your order. Bevbuckle.com. I also want to talk to you guys about U Motors, Motorsports, and Marine located in Fargo, North Dakota, and Pelican Lake, Minnesota. They have all the best brands Honda, Yamaha, Ski Doo, Can Am, Sea Doo, Atik Boats, Super Boats, Supreme Boats, all the boats, and Avalon Pontoons as well. They also offer things such as sales, parts, service, and storage on all power sports and marine brands. And you can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, but also on their website, umotorsinc.com. Again, that's umotorsinc.com. I don't know if we'll have like an intro or not, where it'll be like something cool or videos and stuff from all of the <laughs> the, the content that we've done or whatnot. That yeah. might come at a later date, but... Uh, yeah. I think you could mash something up. We could maybe mash something up, and that'll probably go right here. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my <laughs> Oh my god, that's cold. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, that was a great intro. Um, I'm not gonna brag, but I did a pretty good job on that. Um, Humble brag. Yeah. So, what do you got for me? I know that you had some questions to kind of get the podcast going. Yeah. So, the You Bet You podcast. This is episode number one. Um, obviously, You Bet You the brand has been around for eight, nine months. Um, and we're just getting around to the podcast realm of things. So, um, Miles, tell us a little bit about the first eight to nine months of you betcha, how you started developing the brand. And is this kind of the brand that you saw from day one in which you have now, or how has it formed? Yeah. So it's more around like actually like seven months, I would say we've been posting content. It was in June that we started. Um, and I believe you said what, How's it changed? Well, how has the brand developed in the last seven months yeah. since you... So when we started it, I wanted it to be... It started more as a meme type of page um, and less of me in front of the camera, basically, is kind of what the plan was to start. Um, and then the videos where I was in and, and doing stuff were kind of hitting. And so we kind of shifted more towards just doing funny videos and, and content. Um, so that's a little bit different, but... I always wanted um, 
Butch Light to be a part of the page, um, but I didn't know it was going to be like the one standing out in front of the content that we were going to do. So that was uh, definitely a switch up from when we started. Um, but I, be, you know, I, I was telling someone the other day that um, I'm not just making videos. Like I'm trying to. This is this is actually like a legitimate business now, um, and so just like in business, you got to keep adjusting and keep uh, changing with whatever is working or not working. Um, and that was kind of one of the adjustments to just keep putting more bush light content out um, because that's what the people want. Oh my God, that's cold. <laughs> no, so, that's great. Yeah. So the first seven months of you betcha, I, and I think I say nine months because I remember we had a conversation um, a couple months prior to you actually yep. releasing content. And it's yeah. Like, I was being kind of a baby about starting the page. Wasn't I? You're like, I, I think the words you told me is like, I just, I don't have enough time right now. And I said, max yourself out, devote one hour a day. And that's when you started sending me memes and short little two cent clips, kind of what you thought you betcha was going to evolve into yep. with that kind of content. And then you put out, um, your first video that hit, um, which was the runny ranch video. Oh, the spotted cow versus spotted cow light. video. And that was, I felt like that was just off the cuff at the lake. Um, yeah, we did what, it. So what's funny about that video is we did it on a Sunday night, um, at the lake and it was, I was kind of like, we were trying to head home from the lake and all that. We're like, all right, let's do it before we leave. Cause we've, we've totally <laughs> bush burp. We've totally put this off till now. Basically. Um, we did the video and then I actually didn't like it that much. I, uh, I just didn't think it was that great of a piece of content. And I was like, you know, it's solid. And when I get a lull in content, I'll post it. So I actually yeah. held on to that video for like two or three weeks, which, now operations are like, I shoot it in one day and then I post it the same day. Yeah. Um, but back then I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this is too edgy or whatever. And I finally posted it and it blew up and I was like, you were holding onto a gold mine. Yeah. I was like, Oh doing. man. But I, that's kind of how it goes. Some of the videos you don't think are going to hit do. Yeah. And ones you do think are going to hit end up not. So, so why spotted cow? And I think I've wondered this since the video came out, but I've never asked you why not like Sam Adams or Heineken or something like that. I know spotted cow is a Midwest based beer in, in Wisconsin, but why them? Well, I found out about spotted cow a little bit from my brother-in-law's from Wisconsin. And that's actually why we had the beer in the fridge was because he had brought it for my parents, whatever at the cabin. And uh, I knew that there was kind of a cult following and Anytime you have a cult following of something and you attack the cult, um, that's maximum triggeredness. <laughs> um, and that whole video was only for to get people triggered, basically, to try that route. Um, and that wor that definitely worked. Um, and Wisconsin people take their beer very seriously, I found out, um, especially their spotted cow, <laughs> their precious spotted cow. Um yeah, so that was kind of the why. I knew it, I knew I wanted to do a craft beer, but I was like, let's do something that's for sure about the Midwest. And the fact that you can only get into Wisconsin was like a double yeah. thing, you know. <laughs> so that's kind of why the Spotted Cow got got chosen for that one. And I, I thank think, God I did the Spotted Cow because that worked. Yeah. yeah, it worked. But I think what triggered a lot of people, you said it had the trigger factor, and I think it was the thumbnail that you put on the video of you spitting out the beer, which if you didn't watch the full video, you weren't actually spitting it out because it was super gross. It was, that was more of just like a, let's hype this thing up. Yeah. And, and I got, a, I got a lot of flack for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, that was definitely on purpose. So, well, looking back, it, it worked out for you. Um, you've started to develop an audience over the last seven months of thousands and thousands of people in the Midwest. Um, how was the brand evolved from what you originally thought it was going to be to what it is now? I know you started out very meme like, but what does your audience look like to this day? So when I first started posting content, it was summer. And so we had a lot of late content. So people right away actually were very confused at where the page was going because it felt like a lake page, like a summertime lake page, 
but it also felt like a bushlight page. And everyone was just like, what's happening? I don't know what's going on. Ah, I, I like your late content, but I don't like your bush content, all this stuff. And I was like, guys, just relax. Just we're going to stay the course here. Um, and you'll see what I'm what I'm up to and where we're taking this once we get through some more seasons. And and now I think people understand that when the season changes, the content changes a little bit, too. And I and I like that because it can keep it fresh. Yep. Um, and I, I would have liked to do more hunting content this this fall. Um, but for whatever reason, it just ended up not working out too good. Um, so I'll have to plan that better next year. But yeah, it started a little bit like it felt like it was going to be a, you know, upper Midwest Lake page. Um, and I was like, hold, let's hold on guys. We, we got this, it's going to, you'll see eventually here. So that's kind of how it changed a little bit. Um, but basically, um, we, the way it changed really though, was I thought I was gonna be able to do it all. Yeah. Blogs, videos, this and that. And once I realized that I should just focus on the videos, then over time, add in things like this podcast, add in, um, blogging and all that, then you can kind of get doing it all. But I started with it all kind of narrowed it back to videos and then have now expanded obviously a little bit more, but I think the podcast is fun too, because people get, you know, your, your videos are a little more exaggerated than what you would normally be like in real life. Um, yeah, I like to tell people sometimes <laughs> that, uh, it's kind of like a WWE character. A little bit, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, obviously I think in one video I said I was going to drink 720 beers in 24 <laughs> hours, which to be honest, I, no one can do that. So obviously it's exaggerated for sure. But, um, no, it's I I like kind of like that it's almost like an alter ego type of thing yeah. too. Um because then it's I don't know it's fun to come up with ridiculous stuff. But. Right. Well, and they get to see you as a person too. Miles, you betcha guy versus just Miles. Yeah. Um you are a real person. You just I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. Yeah. I I have a hard time calling you Miles a you betcha guy, but I see it on the internet so much it's just kind of like ingrained in my head now. It's it's weird. Are we yeah, even the other day anymore? someone asked me what my name was, and I said, I'm Miles, you betcha guy. Yep, the bush like guy. Well, yeah, so I was just like, oh, man, I'm in a weird spot, I guess, but yeah, I did this to myself, I guess. You did, you did, and that's kind of, that's what you saw from the beginning, um, which is cool to kind of see it come to fruition now, like mm -hmm. within the podcast and with, within the videos that have hit. Um, so looking back on 2018, um, I know just by talking to you over the last week, we have a lot of cool things in store for 2019. We have merch releases. We have the podcast starting up. Um, we have a lot of cool content shakeups in, in which we're going to be able to distribute more content, but let's, let's take a step back and look at 2018, 14 million views, um, give or take a couple thousand here and there. Yeah. What we talked about the spotted cow video. What was your favorite video to put together and not even the biggest one that you have had hit. What was my favorite video to do? Yes. Yeah, I think my favorite one. Um, my favorite one was probably the the bushlight delivery guy where I'm standing in the robe. <laughs> um, because I had the idea in my head. And it's one of those things where if it could either go really well or it could just be a total disaster. Um, and then there was the added pressure of like, this distributor brought one of their big trucks to my house <laughs> to help me with this. So I better nail this. Um, but um, it, once it got going, it was a pretty, it was good. And, but my favorite part about it was I, it was not planned that I was going to have Dean come back and open the door for me. <laughs> I was just, that was going to be the end of the video. Yeah. And I was carrying this stuff and I actually just like, it just, I don't know why it just happened. And I like looked at both of my hands and I was like, I, I, I can't open the door. So I started yelling <laughs> Dean's name and he didn't know what was going on. And, uh, that, that was all improvised at the end, which was, which I thought was pretty cool and pretty fun to do. I think the best part of that video was, well, there's two good parts of the video that stick out for one. It was the photo that you took oh, yeah, in, in the, the truck. That was like robe. one of your yeah. biggest hitting Instagram photos that you've had. Yeah. The second part, was the robe. Now, how much did that robe cost I you? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> and do you still have I it? I found out that uh, 
robes cost a lot more than <laughs> I was necessarily willing to pay. And it's kind of like the You Betty bottle opener. You just got to, you got to bite the bullet. Cost of doing business. Cost of sure. doing business. That's what um, it is, man. But I do still have the robe because I might bring it back for a future video. Plus, I really liked the robe. <laughs> so it's like one of those hotel robes that you wish you could keep, but like you would never wear a robe at home. So why would you take it? Yeah. But then I found <laughs> out that I would wear a robe at home. So you might catch me on a Saturday morning <laughs> watching cartoons, drinking a bush latte in my robe. You might catch not, us on episode not, two with Miles wearing the robe. <laughs> I should wear it next episode. Um, I uh, and you never know if I'm actually wearing clothes underneath that robe or not. So, yeah, we'll we'll keep that one between uh, you and yeah, you me and, and the you. robe. Yeah. Me and the robe. <laughs> um, no, I think 2018 was obviously it's the conception of you betcha. It's going to be a year that you look back to a lot. Um, the success in the videos and just the content in general, but the content in 2018 has now led to more opportunities in 2019. So like bring us through what kind of plans that you betcha has for content in 2019 and not just, not just the, the you betcha original or like the DIY project. Right. Um, so for 2019, I have the big idea in my head of what it looks like. Um, and I'm sure it'll change by like next week. <laughs> That's kind of how it goes. The ping pong balls. Yeah. Ping pong balls in my head and bouncing around all the time. Um, but you know, there's things obviously we want to take this podcast and blow it up. Um, we want to, I would, I would actually even like to eventually add another podcast too that are very like niche specific so that it's, you know, people who want to listen to a sports podcast. We have one for you. You know, people who want to listen to a pop culture podcast. We have that for you. Um, so that's something that I, I, this is, yeah, this is going to kind of just turn into like a, what are some of the the goals I want to check off for 2019 or what? Mass yeah. distribution. Yeah. Um, so that's one of them. Another one is to start doing events. Um, and that's like, I love meeting people who are fans of the page and I love seeing them and, uh, interacting with them and, and I want to be able to put out events that like my audience would love and want to do. And so. Um, I want to do a you betcha palooza type of event out on a, a frozen lake by a bar. Let's go. Um, <laughs> we actually have a meeting this week to try and line something like that up. Um, so keep your eyes open for that, I guess, if you're a listener and want to maybe come to that. Um, other stuff, if everything goes right, it's not a hundred percent sure, but if everything goes right, uh, almost a, a you betcha headquarters. So we don't have to do this in my living room anymore. Um, where it's basically a shop slash office space that becomes the you betcha. What should I call it? I, I kind of want to call it the you betcha bunker. Kind of want to call it the you betcha bunker. I'll have to sleep on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, I like it. It's got, it's got buzz. Yeah. And basically where we would have studio space, we would have sets where we can do the different videos again, instead of just doing it in different locations right. in my living room. <laughs> the backdrop's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, building stuff for the office as content of DIY, basically DIY. Let's make the, you bet your office look yeah. cool. Um, so that's something that hopefully within the next couple of weeks we can nail down and, and actually get done. Um, Merchandise. I'm trying to do one drop a month. Um, yeah, I think that's doable, and I think we're going to do that. And we, I think by the time this podcast comes out, we should have dropped. I was going to say <laughs> the the nectar of the gods T-shirt. Do you want to call that 2.0? Uh, brand. Uh, let's call it nectar of the gods mountains. Version. Okay. I don't know. Like, okay. Because first was nectar of the gods barley. Yeah, and this one's mountains. Yep. So sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you can get these. Uh, here goes a shameless plug. You can get these on the website at <laughs> ohubetcha.com. O-H-H-U-Betcha.com. It is a pre-order, so don't email me and ask me if why. Don't wait, wait, wait. Don't email me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, don't me. email Ryan and ask why your shirt doesn't ship two weeks later. It's because the way that we do it is we do a pre-order for two weeks. Then once the pre-order is done, we order the shirts, we print them, and we ship them out. So usually from end to end, could be almost a month. 
Um, and we do that because we have no idea what inventory to have, and uh, it just makes more sense for what we're doing. Maybe someday that will change, but um, yeah. So that's a little bit about the shirt orders and the nectar. So just mountains. be patient if you order one. It, it's coming. I, we promise. And this is the first two color. Yeah, oh yeah, look shirt at that. that we have that's, done. Things. This are, is going to be a visual T-shirt for those listening on just the podcast. On top, it's got a white mountain, jagged and <laughs> and cold, just like the bush lattes. Then, as you as you head further down the shirt, there's a nectar up, slanted up to the right, with red with red uh, shadow. Then, as it gets even further down, it says of the gods, also angled up to the right, in kind of a a bold font. And then it finishes with the you betcha logo to the bottom right. So that was uh, that wow. was uh, audio shirts right there. They, okay. Yep. So that was the audio shirts portion of the podcast, um, which is a completely made up segment that we just did. Yeah, it's fantastic. But no, I'm pumped about this shirt. I we have high expectations for this one. The first two color. Well, let's. Yeah, we do, but we don't want to tell them that because then if it doesn't do well, then we look like dumbass. Oh, hey, I'm so, the t-shirt guy. I, yeah. hey, I, I'm optimistic we, all the time. We, uh, we have medium expectations for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so roll with that. Help us exceed our expectations. <laughs> you got to set the bar low. And I got you. Get, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you are the shirt guy. So if, <clears throat> even if it doesn't do well and I don't do a well, good, good enough job promoting it, it's still your fault. <laughs> by the way. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. So we, you'll, we'll probably have a new t-shirt guy on the podcast next. Um, so don't yeah. email me about something wrong with your t-shirt because I probably won't be yeah, here he anymore. Won't, he won't have a job anymore. <laughs> cool. So we're excited for the next t-shirt drop. Like we said, hopefully one per month, the two week pre-order um, with the, the two week turnaround time to get them in your guys' hands. Um, again, 2018 was great. We kind of outlined some things that are happening in 2019. Um, out of all these things, I would say I'm most excited about the You Betcha Bunker because it kind of gives everyone... That does sound good now you say it out loud. It kind of gives us a hub to just like collaborate and... Um, yeah, it gives me just, somewhere to go yeah. and, and like escape from... I'm <laughs> from always I'm always got You Betcha turned on, you know? So the reason that you push out so much content is you're just trying to you're trying to make so much interaction so that you can actually talk to people because you don't get to talk to people in real life because <laughs> yeah. you work from home. Yeah. I literally just sit here by myself. And so I'd be like someone in a insane, insane <laughs> asylum um, here by myself all day. So I have to talk to my friends on the internet. So someone asked that on Instagram, we ran a Q and a earlier today. Um, they aren't sure if it's been asked or talked about, but kind of like we just said, what about your personal life? What is your, what is miles that you bet you guys day job? Well, now it's now almost just the now day it's job. miles that you bet you guy. Um, but didn't start that way. Me and another guy, um, owned a marketing company in our town and we just, all we did all day, every day was either create the content for these businesses to help them market their business, or we were posting for them and running ads. Um, and uh, so, I mean, we put out a lot, a lot of videos. I mean, in one month, no, obviously these videos are like 30 to a minute, to right. two minutes long, kind of like what we're doing with You Betcha. Um, but then I mean, at one point we were making, you know, 30, 35 videos in one month for various clients, right. just me and this other guy. And so, you know, me putting out three videos a week for You Betcha is not any different than what I was doing. Right. So, um, we, that's what we did. I did that for a couple of years and then had the idea for this. And, uh, now I'm in a spot where I can mostly just do this and focus on this. And so that's kind of, um, in, in terms of like a job and all that. Oh, if we go back even further, I was, uh, <laughs> I worked concrete for eight summers. Now, you talk about learning some stuff about you learn yourself. A, well, that and just about <clears throat> everything. You learn a lot of stuff when you're trotting around in the mud, pouring concrete. It was uh, so we did all basements and stuff. Yep. Um, we always made fun of the guys doing the flat work because they had it easy because <laughs> they were just walking around in sand. And, yeah. 
and uh, they weren't in a hole, so there was a little breeze in the summer. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I found out, you find out a lot about yourself and a little bit of like life of like, I got to figure something <laughs> out so I don't have to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. But, um, you know, the guys who do it for a job every day, like I, I have so much respect for those like guys. Dad. Yeah, my dad yeah. and just anyone in that type of manual labor job. Like I got massive respect for them because that's hard as hell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but, you know, so other but, other uh, stuff about my personal life, I played college football. Um, I wasn't like that great. I just kind of, I started positions. I bounced around positions a little bit, um, but I wasn't l- lighting up the stat sheet or anything <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, so I kind of... Uh, I was going to ask you before concrete, what did you do? Well, that's all I did. (laughs) But okay. So what degree did you graduate with? Uh, Let the people know what they want to hear. I, uh, I'm, I was an exercise scientist. Let's go. Um, (laughs) A lot of human performance lab stuff. I was a personal (laughs) trainer for like a year, but. This specimen, specimen of a man was a personal trainer at one point. (laughs) Uh, You can, you can email miles at At, ouyoubetcha.com. You can email uh, for, me and say miles, meals, meal plans. <laughs> miles at um, ouyoubetchapersonaltraining.com. Um, I am going to start an Instagram page and post pictures of me in the gym with my shirt off. And uh, then you can buy my, yeah, like you said, my diet plan and I'll send you an ebook. Like all of the, uh, the fitness gurus on yeah. fitness gurus. Yeah. Health quotes, and wellness coaches um, on the internet. Um I like to give Ryan a little flack because he's kind of a fitness <laughs> guy. He's into CBDs and I think those Ooh, are the ones. The CBD oils, yeah. yeah CBD oils I'm, and protein shakes and see, bang, I did, bang energy. Oh my gosh, yeah. I have a you have a soft spot for for Bushlight. I also really like Bushlight um, on the weekends. Well, you have to, otherwise you'd be fired. <laughs> otherwise, I wouldn't be right. I wouldn't <laughs> have my own email address. <laughs> um, yeah, I I dabble a little bit in the fitness space, but I think uh, I get a lot of my not credentials, but like my knowledge from miles being an exercise science major. He's taught me a lot over the years. No, he <laughs> yeah, hasn't no, at all. <laughs> absolutely not. I never talk about that anymore. <laughs> but no, that's an interesting piece of you just miles as a person that people don't know. Like, like I said, this physical specimen hey, as a personal you're trainer. You're riding that pretty hard here. All right. That could be a lot worse. <laughs> no, no, I like it. I like it. Um, so no, from I don't miles, know if people wouldn't want this super cut bush latte guy. I think I need to kind of play the part a little too. I think you're playing the part well, <laughs> but from miles, the personal trainer guy to miles, the concrete guy to miles, the you betcha guy. It's been, it's been quite the journey. Yeah. Um, and I think that, I think kind of everyone goes through stuff like that where they, uh, they, um, their life changes. They do different stuff. Um, they become a different person. The people they hang around are different, all of that. And so, yeah, it's, I mean, just like anyone, I got my story of, you know, being a concrete guy to being a personal trainer to going back to being a concrete guy, even though I was trying to get a degree so I didn't have to be a concrete guy. Right. Then find out that really the degree doesn't mean anything to now posting content on the internet and being the you betcha bush latte guy. So, yeah, it was, it was funny. The other day when, when someone asked what you do, you said you make videos for the internet. (laughs) Um, can I go to school for that? Can I uh, get a degree in making videos for the internet? So yeah. And a lot of people are asked like, well, how do you get into making the videos? (laughs) I, I've I've been making videos. You've had content background. Yeah. That, but like when I was a kid, my parents would go on vacation. We take the video camera, the home video camera. And we make like a parody sports center video with me and my brothers. Yep. Or we would like, I would just do stuff like that. I didn't do it all the time. And I was like super into sports and that. And so I, uh, just kind of something I like to do randomly. Um, we go on vacation, you bring a camera and you record it and put a mashup together the at the sh- end. The big shoulder Well, camera. no, this was when the handy cam. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. But they, but they had the little mini tapes. I got so you. So they weren't like the big tapes. Yeah. They were like, you had to put it inside of another thing to put it into a VCR. Oh, bush burp. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that I mean, like, so I've been dabbling in that stuff a lot. Um, 
So, yeah. Should we do it at one more? Should we do an ad read? Yeah. Okay. I think it's time. It's ice fishing season here in the Midwest again, and the only thing colder than the ice below your feet is the bushel in your ice house. And what better way to consume this bushel than with the ultimate bush consumption device, the deer bong. The deer bong is an antler-shaped beer bong that holds 16 ounces of your favorite beverage. You can find them at thedeerbong.com or all their social media handles at thedeerbong. But you can use promo code FROZEN, F-R-O-Z-E-N, for 10% off your order at thedeerbong.com. Okay, so now that we got to know a little bit about Miles, the You Betcha guy, um, part of this podcast, we kind of just wanted to get into talking about pop culture. Yeah, what's, what's going, going on in the world? world? Bird Box. <laughs> so have you? I've seen the movie. Have you seen Bird Box? I've seen the movie. And I, I didn't realize how big it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be a Netflix, not flop, but just kind of one of those movies that gets lost in the mix. I'm a big Machine Gun Kelly fan. You and are. he made an appearance for like five minutes. So before <laughs> we get into Bird Box, what do you think about Machine Gun Kelly's beef with Eminem? Oh, I love it. Because Eminem is like a mid... I think they're both Midwest dudes. Yep. MGK is from Cleveland. And Eminem is from Detroit. Yep. What do you think? <sighs> um, I grew I, up an Eminem fan, mm-hmm. and I've always been an Eminem fan. But for Eminem putting out a surprise album that dissed every rapper in the game and machine gun Kelly being one of the only ones to come back with a diss track back to him. I'm like, let's go. Like yeah. let's, let's start the fire. Well, and that, and that takes some balls right there. Well, yeah, I'm a little bit of a fan of the underdog taking shots at the yep. big dog. Yep. Um, so I like that. I do like Eminem. I didn't. I don't listen to MGK that much. I he's got some decent songs. Yeah. I just am not like. I'd rather listen to Eminem song than I would Machine Gun Kelly. But yeah, I was a little bit of a fan of like David throwing a big rock at <laughs> Goliath. You know, like it was just it. like wild. Um, and then I saw an interview with uh, Eminem, and he he was like, man, what do I do? Cause I was like, I don't, I think that this guy's like dirt underneath my shoe. Oh yeah. Why do I giving him any attention? Yeah. But at the same time, like I kind of need to give attention. Otherwise I look right. soft. Well, and it all started with MG like six years ago, MGK tweeted about Haley Eminem's mm-hmm. daughter. And six years ago. And in the tweet, yeah. he said he was joking. So yep. just like relax. Right. So a little bit, Eminem takes a shot with, um, uh, God, it was a song on his new album, uh, like not like me or something like that. Um, basically the whole track was a diss on MG or yeah, on MGK. Yeah. MGK comes back with a, a four and a half minute diss back to Eminem while he's eating a bowl of, <laughs> a bowl of oatmeal. We should do that on the cast one time. We should literally just do the whole thing. I'll and, eat a bowl of oatmeal and you hold a shovel. Yeah. And I'll just go like that. <laughs> if we were podcasting and that came out, we totally should have done yeah. that. Yeah. We would have hit on it for sure. Um, but okay. So that we'll go back to Bird Box now. Okay. Let's just start. So that's the reason I watched Bird Box. Um, I like MGK. Unfortunately, I only watched it because everyone was talking about it. I didn't even know about it until after everyone started talking about it. I watched it the first day it came out. Um, MGK was plugged in on his Instagram, Facebook. I thought he did a good job playing up the like dumb, yeah. the yeah. dumb kid that he was cussing and like he was being himself. He wasn't like yeah, he wasn't asked to be an actor who he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't asked to be the Sandra Bullock of Bird Box. But by the, the way, Sandra Bullock has aged very well. Jennifer Aniston as well. Like yeah, both like of those. They, I don't actresses. know what they're doing. It's probably a lot of surgeries and Botox <laughs> and whatever, but personal trainers, good <sighs> meal prepping. Like, yeah, she must be on the, uh, you betcha personal training diet plan. I think she's one of my clients. <laughs> I thought I saw an email come in from her not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. It's Sandra Bullock at hotmail.com. <laughs> um, no, she's aged well. Yeah. Um, she crushed it though. Yeah. I love her. She, yeah, she, the other one, yeah, whatever. The blind side. The blind side. She's in one with like Ryan Reynolds too. So okay. she was the boss and she ended up okay. like, whatever. I feel like this mic is going to fall off, Ryan. But if it I'm does, just, I'm not, I'm, if I'm it not does, the mic guy. I'm, I'm just going to keep going. Guy. <laughs> yeah, you don't deal with uh, mics. You with just audio. deal with t-shirts. Yeah. Um, so 
What did you think of the movie? Because I, I liked it, but I thought the ending was actually kind of weak. I would agree. So have you ever seen the movie, the quiet place? No. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a one out of five stars. Not, not worth your time. Um, just very unrealistic. The quiet place. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bird box was kind of the same. Like the beginning started out really like really interesting as you're trying to figure out what the, what the hell was going on. And towards the end, when you kind of started to figure out, like it was just this black thing swirling in the sky that you couldn't look at. And people were just committing suicide when they looked at it. I don't know. It was very unrealistic and I'm more of like an action packed, like, yeah, real you want life it to scenarios. be like it could actually happen in real life. Right. You never right. know. It could happen, Ryan. It could. Post-apocalyptic, I guess. Yeah, Ryan's going to be just pressing <laughs> t-shirts one day and he's going to look outside. Well, well he I think we should jump on the podcast well, quick if no, something like that does happen. We, we, Ryan doesn't print shirts in a place that has a window. It's more like a sweatshop. So It's a sweatshop. Um, you actually might be safe from... From seeing anything. From, There's you, no light of day. You don't see anything. This yeah. is the first time that he's even gotten like anything to drink in, in days and months. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I, I liked it and it kept me interested in it the whole time. And then the ending, I kind of knew that it was going to end up like that, but like kind of wanted something else to happen too. I kind of want, like it's really messed up, but I kind of wanted one of the kids to die. <laughs> like, okay. So when they were about to go down, well, rapids, hold on time out. If you haven't seen it and you don't want us to spoil it, you need to shut this off right now or skip forward to a different part because we'll probably just talk about the ending. Screw it. Um, so spoiler alert. Go ahead. I think that was the plan when they were underneath the blanket. She was talking to both of the kids and one of them had to look out from the blanket to see which way she had to start paddling. But down I will have to say that the, the guy who sacrificed himself for like lover. Yep. He went outside and he was looking around for a while and I tell know. He, so like <laughs> I she, they could have definitely peaked. She <laughs> could have peaked. I'm just not buying that. Who's gonna peak? Saw <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part kind of pissed me so, off. So I mean it was like that that's kind of the theme of the movie is like, okay, well like what's going on here? Like just the thing's not out there. It's like just look around the corner. Well, quick. That's what everyone thought, and they died, Ryan. I think, but I don't think you would have survived it. I think I would have been the only one. What? I would have had to print all the t-shirts by myself because you'd have died from this thing because you'd have looked right away. Now, how post-apocalyptic bird box? You're just sitting sitting in your house, like all, all the blinds yeah. shut. The you get a, you get a t-shirt order. What do you do? I, I feel that. That's how dedicated we are. It's. The content never stopped, right? <laughs> even for weird, like you can do everything inside. You don't just can't go outside. Yeah. So everyone's actually, I guess there was no internet or whatever. No internet and no, probably no USPS guy. Well, I'd be doing content over the radio then. <laughs> hey, my, it's Miles, you betcha guy. I'm here stranded in my house, trying not to look outside. But today we're going to compare. <laughs> That's how it would go. Um, but yeah, I thought it was... I thought it was solid movie, um, but the fact I love cat okay, the internet's great because the internet will just show how ridiculous humans can be with the bird box challenge of people <laughs> blindfolding themselves and just going on public. Yeah. But so what's bad about this is that we laugh, <laughs> but there are literally people who are blind. Yeah. Like, there are people who can't see. Like right. So they actually have to go through that. So I actually think that's kind of interesting that people actually have to go through not being able to see. And I'm like, I don't know how they do it, but the fact that people are deliberately doing that and going on public. Has anyone like been hit by a car yet? It has to have happened. I haven't seen any reports of that. I just saw that Netflix tweeted out, please do not try the bird box challenge or (laughs) something ridiculous like that. So the boy, the, the two kids names in the movie were boy and girl. Yep. Right. So they got names at the end. Mm. They, they also included in the tweet, like, the only thing boy and girl would want for 2019 is for nobody to get hurt doing the bird box challenge. So I'm surprised got, like, that the uh, transgender community isn't all over them just being boy and girl. <sighs> but that's all we're we'll going to say We about might have to that, look Ryan. that up. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we're going to say. We're just going to put that out there. And <laughs> if people get stirred up about it, they get stirred up about right, it. Right. Just whatever. like they get stirred up about spotted cow. Yep. So let's segue into 
well, still the bird box challenge, but if Miles, you betcha guy was having to do the bird box challenge, what would your challenge be? Um, I think I'd have to find bush light. I think I should actually <laughs> do that actually for a video. The, the neck. So the nectar has this aroma to it. I think well, I it's more think of that a would six, be too easy. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a, a six sense. sense. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like a tractor beam <laughs> sucks me right in, you know? So it'd probably be pretty easy for me just like being surviving it yeah. would be easy too. But when you've made so many, I'm sure you've made so many trips to Royal liquors or cash wise. Liquor yeah. So I could I, honestly you could make that route without even. Yeah. The, I, okay. And also we're not talking enough about, they would not be able to go to the supermarket just based off of the GPS. No, they, there well, was no. so much stuff in the road. <clears throat> Wasn't what they were doing was they were going in reverse looking at the backup camera. No, you can look at the backup camera. Okay. They were, they were I just got this misconstrued. Yeah, they, were, they literally just looked at the GPS. Okay. GPS isn't that accurate. No, no, no. So no. that was pretty, I was pretty mad about that. Oh, and then they just happened to drive up to the front door too. Right. Right, by the way. Um, so that, yeah, that kind of plays part into like, was it a good movie? So I mean, it was decent. Did we ever find out why the people who were blind, like the people who could just, who liked getting everyone to see it. What was their deal? Yeah. I'm not sure. Cause like, why didn't they commit suicide? Like if you saw, like what, if like, you saw on the outside, you were supposed to like commit suicide or do something that was super messed up. Why didn't they do that? Maybe it was like some sort of demon that was possessing them. Like it chose a certain amount of yeah, people. Yeah. They didn't give you anything about those people. No, but at it least was super messed up. If they did, I missed it heavily. The guy who was in the house. I I was pissed at that girl, the pregnant woman, for letting that guy in the house. Yeah, I mean they they weren't just going to live in that house forever. Something bad was going to happen, right? But me as a viewer, I'm like, oh, I'm pissed at you. Why did you do that? Why did you let that guy in? I wanted the old guy to make it to the end. Actually, yeah, he because, he meant well. He meant well because he was such an ornery old dick. He uh, he was the one that was supposed to make it to the end, but whatever. Yeah, um, every, all the main characters made it. Yeah. Again, spoiler alert, but <laughs> <laughs> we just ruined the movie for a lot of people. All right, if you have, <laughs> if you have uh, not seen the movie, you're probably listening to this now, and welcome back to the podcast. We are talking about, <laughs> we're now going to talk about the Chicago Bears. Ooh. Now, for the Bears fan out there, tough, tough Sunday for you. Um, we're recording this on Sunday, <laughs> so it's actually just happened. Um, this will come out on Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Oh, um, Bears. but I hope all your Bears friends, all you Bears fans, are doing okay now. Um, I know that you probably, if I know that if you're a Bears fan, you probably would take your blindfold off. You were in Bird Box and just let it happen <laughs> after that game because it was tough. It was tough to watch the end. Um, great game. If you're just a football fan, it was a phenomenal. Great game. defensive game. Um, Nick Foles. I tell you what, that dude. He's got ice. Well, you think about it. I actually think that the Eagles have two starting quarterbacks on their team. Absolutely. And the fact that everyone keeps talking about that Nick Foles is his backup, it's so amazing that he does this. Like, well, there goes Ryan's <laughs> mic just fell off, so we're going to have to fix that. But I'll keep talking while I'm doing it because that's just what we do. So t um, Ryan's going to go bye-bye for a sec. But I'm not uh, – I'm going to keep this in here, and this is just part of being in the You Betcha community is stuff goes wrong. We have to fix it. You're going the wrong way. There we go. You buy fancy podcast equipment and then it just doesn't work like you want it to. Are you back? All right, we're back talking about the Chicago Bears. Can that I just was that was basically that what just happened there was so ironic because that was basically Parky's kick at the very end. It was like it was going good, it was going good, oh, and then it just fell off. Just, oh. And you know what? Double doinker. He literally doinked it off of the Upright twice in one kick. Yes. You know, I wonder Four how times many, in one game, might I add. Yeah. yeah he's notorious for it, but to do it two doinks in one kick is pretty amazing. Um, why does he still have a job? I feel bad for him. Um, you go back to Blair Walsh. I'm a Vikings fan. That still lingers, man. Every time we play Seattle, every time we even sniff the playoffs, it, it, it lingers in my mind. So this whole Cody Parkey thing, 
he's not going to have a job after this. Like you, as a kicker, you have to have ice in your veins. You got to be able to make clutch kicks. But well, I, feel I also bad feel like our expectations for kickers are pretty high. Oh yeah, which especially kinda, being a Vikings fan now. Sucks. But like, you think about it, like a QB could have a four interception game, and like, oh, he just had a bad game. Like, it'd be right. okay. If a kicker has a misses four <laughs> field goals in a game, he doesn't have a job. Look um, at the Vikings kicker. He's a rookie. He was drafted in the th- what third round. Yeah, that sucks he, for him. He gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Bears Nation, I hope you're doing okay. If you need a laugh or anything, just head to o- at OUBetcha on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, YouTube. Just maybe just get your mind off of it. But don't watch any of the old NFC North videos. What was your projection of I the projected NFC North? the the um Bears just, to win. Can we plug that? Um, Quick snip it in. I don't know if I'm going to take the time to snip that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and find it. It'll just, we'll put it, it'll probably go right here. If you're listening to the podcast, you're just going to hear the audio, but I'm putting a box. You on. projected the Bears to win the NFC North? Well, to win the Super Bowl. Wow. Um, oh, And, and yes. it was obviously as a total joke because they like won one game and everyone else in the yeah. NFC North lost. <laughs> you know, the Vikings, the Packers, and the Bears, yep. all the teams in the NFC North. But that was the closest projection you could have made. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just said that the Vikings should pack it in. The, that Aaron Rodgers is washed up and he sucks. Boom. And uh, the those are the teams in the NFC North. Um, it's it's crazy looking back on that. Yeah. So, and a lot of people are kind of mad. Not a lot. A few people were mad of like, why don't you keep doing those? I'll bring it back next year. I think yeah. when I have more of a system set up to make videos and stuff, I just. Every week it was just kind of, um, well, we weren't getting that many views either. And so I was, I wanted to spend more time on doing videos that people were going to watch. I know it sounds bad, but that's just, again, part of running the business too. Yeah. But I like doing them. We'll probably bring it back next year. But yeah, if they would have like made it to the Super Bowl or something. You would have had to blast that yeah. all over. <laughs> I would have been just, I would have like, I would have put that in the ad and like put money on it and ran yeah. it to everyone. Yeah. Um, so that would have been pretty funny, but. No, it's cool. Um, yeah, I feel, I really, I feel really bad for Cody Parkey. Um, it's going to be tough to come back from that, especially when you could have pushed your team to the next level. Have you ever if, seen the t-shirt that says, um, kickers are people too? <laughs> <laughs> that one's it's hilarious. so hard to believe they don't, but it is they true. don't they don't they people treat kickers so bad and they act like they're just like this weird special <laughs> weird special group of species that yeah. aren't humans like you play in the nfl yeah man i kick yeah oh well you're you not a real NFL. player or <laughs> yeah like, yeah yeah let's see you go out there and kick a ball 60 yards through a tiny upright in the grand scheme of things yeah but under pressure to go to the next round of the playoffs I should do that next fall to uh, see how many kicks I can make. I used to kick for my high school team. You did it all, man. Yeah, I was. You uh, wanna, let's talk about no, it. No, we're, <laughs> we're going to close the yearbook on that. We're not going down that road. Oh, man. I um, love doing that to you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I used to kick extra points and kick off. So not to brag again. <laughs> but yeah. so on the topic of football, the college football playoff, 2 0. What's the Alabama quarterback? So this was a question someone asked, right? Yeah, but I just want to kind of let's, but like let's give them a shout out. So say their handle or their name or whatever if you have it. What I what I what I wanted to segue into was the Alabama quarterback is bringing four hundred and fifty, like four hundred plus family members to the game. I didn't actually hear about this. Yeah. I saw. It, I just saw it scrolling through Twitter. He's Hawaiian. No. I feel like they just have huge families. So like he's just, bringing all of Hawaii to the game. <laughs> all of the big island. Yeah. Um, no, dude. That the the it's wild that a true sophomore and a f- true freshman QB. Correct me if I'm wrong, but are the two QBs in the game? The guy yeah. that looks like Sunshine from Remember the Titans. Awesome. And then the Hawaiian um, Tua is this Tua. Tango Viola, something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, we, we're Midwestern. We don't know that language. Hawaii is it's a beautiful place, though. It is Hawaiian, um, though. So the real question from Alex Klug, eight, 
at Alex Klug eight is, I wonder if his favorite number is eight or if he just chose eight cause it was available. Alex, if you're listening Alex- to this, your question's on the podcast and we need to know why you chose eight. Cause I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight about it. Well, we'll make sure Alex puts that into the next Q and a, yeah, let us know, but follow up Bama or Clemson. I got Bama because I just think that they're so good. I think that they, but it's awesome that like Clemson's good too, obviously, but I just think that Bama has just been dominant and, uh, I think it's always safe to bet on Bama. Right. Um, I think that the Clemson QB, although he's been very good, he's young and playing a national championship game, so he's going to make some mistakes. Yep. Um, whereas last year, Tua just... He went off. He went off, but also he's now got a whole year under his belt, and they'll figure it out, and they're going to... Yep. I think they're going to win. I don't know. <clears throat> what do you think? I, I like Bama too. It's just hard to root against them. Um, now, if it was well, no, it's easy to root against them. Well, but but if like you're a real, betting man, you don't want to bet exactly. Against them. Yeah, um, I do like that quarterback from Clemson though. What he transferred from a school, didn't he? I don't know. This is I have anyway. no idea. <clears throat> Sun, sunshine from Remember the Titans. Do you think he does yoga? Like the like the real. If sunshine? I was him, I would. He looks like he does yoga. He. Uh, he looks like he's he just, just like get, he gets all Conor McGregor loose in yeah, the morning. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he like wakes up and he like lights some candles, <laughs> does his stretches. Dude, it works. He uh, has like a like a little like tiki in his room where he just like <laughs> prays to it and asks for good vibes, and then he goes and throws a football around. That's why I view his morning like that. Sounds like. That sounds like a solid morning, though. Sounds a little bit Being like the Clemson my morning. quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little bit like my morning. So Bama or Clemson, Bama two, Clemson zero. I would be royally impressed if Bama kind of shit down their leg. Pardon well, my friend. Okay, well hold but- on. Wait a minute. This is coming <laughs> after. This is coming after the game. We're going to post this. I just realized. Oh, because the yeah. game is tomorrow. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I'm so glad that. I, uh, I'm so glad that I finally, uh, guessed it right. The score, <laughs> it was an awesome game. A lot of players did a lot of stuff. There was some touchdowns. There were some field goals. Um, but I'm really glad that my, that Bama could pull it off, uh, 31 to 17. Um, uh, just another solid Nick Saban victory. Yeah, you um, thought it was going to be like a defensive battle, but yeah, it was kind of just in the middle. Yeah, first half they were feeling each other out. I can't believe that uh, Lil Wayne did that thing during the halftime show. Right? Yeah, I couldn't believe that. The, the fact that he just got up there and, and did that and did that, whatever that was, I don't know what it was, but it was well, it was nuts. Um, so yeah, like I predicted it right. I, I predicted thirty-one seventeen, Bama <laughs> victory. Um. Yeah, rolling so, into the Under Armour All American Bowl, they're gonna get thirty some recruits. So we just spent like two minutes debating on who was gonna win, and this is gonna come out after. <laughs> so that's what we get for being first time podcasters here. Um, that's okay. Uh, let's let's keep rolling with the Q and A because I think this is. Yep. We didn't want to get like too controversial with with things. Well, kind of a little bit the spotted cow thing, the bird box boy and girl, whatever. But. I think we just had to bring this question to light yep. from who is it? J Walling 23. J Walling 23. Do you think their favorite number is 23? J Walling. If you are out there, please let us know if that's your favorite number at J Walling 23. Does pineapple go on pizza? Have you ever had pineapple on pizza? Absolutely. I have. <sighs> Long sigh into the mic, staring off in the distance, <laughs> thinking, I don't know. I I don't like it. Um, <sighs> it goes well with Canadian bacon. I, yeah, that's what or, I've, I've had it with Canadian bacon, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this is great radio of me just sitting here in silence. <laughs> I, I've I've had like way more controversial things asked to me and I've just like answered right away with this meaningless thing of pineapple <laughs> on pizza. I'm like, my life is going to ride on this. Um, I'm going to say that it goes on pizza, but it, it's not my favorite. I don't like it that much. What about you? 
You obviously like it. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I mean, it's not something yeah, that's because that, you're a fitness dude, and I need I need my fruits in there. I need to. No, I just think that if it's set out on the table for me, I'm gonna eat it, and it's I'm gonna. Well, enjoy if it. I've had about 14 bush lattes, I'll eat anything. Oh my gosh, it tastes phenomenal. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like ranch goes really well on pizza, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that ranch goes on pineapple. So when you start mixing stuff like that together is when I could see the other side of the argument. I might have to do a a ranch wrangler with pineapple pizza. Ooh. Does Casey's Hey, have if you don't know what pizza? the ranch wrangler is, head over to OU Betcha at Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, YouTube, and check out some of the ranch wrangler videos. Not only is the ranch runny, but the ranch is also super good. I don't know what, the, what do you call it? The <laughs> The viscosity. The, I was going to say. Did you even know what viscosity is, Ryan? Or do you only know about. I was going to say vascularity. Vascularity. Yeah, because you're a fitness guy. All you care about is being vascular. Um, no, viscosity, Ryan. I know that all you know about is temperatures of heat presses. Um, what kind of cottons and polyesters are in shirts. And, and vinyl prints and screen yes. prints and all that. That's all you know. So I'm going to school you up. 325 a, for seven seconds. This is a. Hey, Ryan, there's more than just shirts and heat presses in the world. There's viscosity here. So viscosity is how thick something is. <laughs> if something is has high viscosity, Ryan, it is very thick and it is not it, like probably the highest viscosity is going to be a solid object, right? <laughs> now, low viscosity is what we're looking for in ranch, Ryan. Um, and so... I know that like viscosity, uh, viscosity of a t-shirt, you probably understand that better. Yeah. Yep. Um, high viscosity, hi- higher viscosity for sure. Yep. But, um, yeah. So it's funny because I bet everyone thought that av- in their science <laughs> chemistry class in high school, they were never going to use the word viscosity ever again in their life. Yeah. Well, turns out that's what I do for a job now is just test viscosity. viscosity. So uh, I don't know if that explains it to you, Ryan. I know that you... It shed some light on it. Yeah. Um, so what? what's the most visc- viscal? Viscous? Vis- what's the most... V- viscous I, no. ranch that what's you... What's the most viscositized? <laughs> I think I is like what that. it is. Okay, um, so what's the most vis- viscositized? Well, low or high. What's had the lowest viscositization? Lowest, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, lowest viscositization so far has been chilies. Okay. Um, I'm a fan. Yeah, it was Electric Ranch. Second was Kickin' Ranch at Jimmy John's, which this is not a paid ad, but Jimmy John's big fan because they sent me a bunch of stuff after that video and gave me like $100 in gift cards. So I've been eating Jimmy John's for a while now with the the gift cards. Yeah. But yeah, so they had the, those are the two best. But I think there's some very... There's some low profile restaurants. So here's that you what I, here's my yet. plan with will, the Ranch though. Wrangler. I want to start with the bigger chains to help gain some like followers with it of people who know those restaurants. Yep. Um, and then I want to kind of get into your ma and pa type of um place. I want to get into the you know, hole in the wall diner that's got phenomenal ranch that people send me all the time. That's what um, I was gonna say. So in the comment section, you get so many recommendations from places I've never even heard of. But what's going to be cool is that when you visit those states in the ne- in 2019, oh, yeah, let's the, say the people are going to go. You're going to be like, yeah, yeah. let's hit up Mama's Ranch Shop or or is that is that one of them? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I threw that. By the way, right. if you own a restaurant called Mama's Ranch Shop, you got to let us know so Ryan can go <laughs> eat there. Um, I will give you my money. Well, you should open up a restaurant called that, my, or uh, Mama's Ranch Shop. <laughs> Mama's Ranch Shop. But no, I, I think it's going to well, be... Well, come on down to Mama's <laughs> Ranch Shop. I don't know why they've developed a Southern accent. I don't know Because this is in the Midwest. Because Mama. Because we say Mom. I tell you what, you come on down to Mama's Ranch Shop, you can get the lowest viscositized ranch in all the Midwest. Our viscositization is next level. Oh, God. <laughs> Ryan, stick to shirts, man. <laughs> shirts and cur- um, shirts and curls, man. Yeah, we're uh, we're getting close here to the end of the podcast. Um, I th- wanna, I, I want to ask one, one more, more important question. Um, Who's this one from? Or is this one from is you? from Arnold underscore Molly with no no number at the end. Um, so you you don't Molly, you don't have a favorite number or what? Let us know. I don't know why. Okay, Arnold underscore Molly. What is the biggest life lesson you've learned from drinking Bush Light? 
that you can literally make a living off of drinking Bushlight, <laughs> and not not from working for Bushlight, for literally drinking it on the internet and being able to that be your job. No, um, that's crazy, man. It like is. It is wild to say, to say that. Um, <laughs> But I mean, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. And there's, you know, I just like to thank my parents for being good parents. Um, I'd like to uh, thank my agent. Um, I'd like to thank my manager. Um, I'd like to thank my t-shirt guy. I'm not going to thank my t-shirt guy because he's constantly (laughs) a pain in my ass. Um, I'd like to thank my cleaning lady. I like to, (laughs) I don't know why that turned into uh, accepting an award, but um, I would say... I don't know. That's a really tough question. I've learned a lot of stuff that I shouldn't do while drinking Bushlight. I learned that you, you know, shouldn't stick your foot in a fire. I learned that you shouldn't yeah. mix Bushlight with a lot of other hard alcohols. Well, like drink drink responsibly at the end of basically every alcohol ad. They're basically yeah. talking to you. But that... I feel I feel like a lot of people view that as like a challenge. Like, right. oh, you want me yeah. to drink? Res- I bet I I bet I won't drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> like, how unresponsibly can I drink tonight? Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, the lesson that I learn is, yeah, that, that I already said it. I think it was making money on the internet, drinking Bushlight. Now I wonder what it would have been like. By the way, my parents think that that is nuts. By the way. They're still like wrapping their head around the fact that I can make money off of like just posting stupid videos on the internet. Hey, um, Mr. Mom Pleasure, and when, what is it, what's your son doing these days? Oh, oh my uh, mom dreads that question. <laughs> she's like, she's like, well, I've just been telling people that you make you you make videos, and that's about it. And I'm like, okay, well, come on, mom, support Glad me. Glad you're proud of me, mom. Yeah. <laughs> No, that she's like kind of like honestly, as long as you can put food on the table, I I don't care about much else. So, um, I all I have to do living. is tell her that I'm paying the bills, and she's happy. You're paying the bills. You're living. Yeah. You're podcasting. Um, yeah. So that was a pretty good Q and A. So we took all those questions from Instagram. Um, there is yeah, one, there the is Instagram one f- questions were better than the Facebook questions. So I'm calling out Facebook right now. You guys yeah. got to get your question game up. There was a Facebook question that we kind of pulled out. Um, it it basically asked about the different chapters of You Betcha. Um, but we kind of explained that with like the extra content coming in 2019. Now when, when Dennis James, who Denny, is a proud, Dennis. Su- proud supporter of You Betcha. Yeah, well, we appreciate you supporting yes. You Betcha, Dennis. Um, answer that question for him. As what far was it as, again? Like chapters of You Betcha. Oh, do you yeah. ever look at? Do you ever look at expanding into like... Um, having, you bet you Iowa, you bet you Wisconsin. Yeah. I've definitely thought about it. Um, I think that the logistics that go into running something like that is way more than we could handle right now. Um, but it's definitely something on my radar. I know that Barstool does that and they've had a lot of success with it. Um, but for now, it's, I mean, I mean, it's me creating all the content, you doing some of the shirt stuff back, all the back end, some of the back end stuff. Um, so it's not like we're this huge team. So I think it's something that has definitely been on our radar. It's just making sure that the person that's running the account is posting the right stuff right. and not making the You Bet Your Name tarnished or anything like that is really a lot tougher. Um, so It's a logistical nightmare. It's a logistical yeah. nightmare, just like UPS says. It's all about logistics. Yep. Logistics and viscosity is what it's all about, Ryan. The viscositization. I'm gonna ride that one. <laughs> the it's viscal. <laughs> so okay, Dennis James, we appreciate the question. A proud you betcha supporter. Um, I think that was a good Q and A for today. Yeah, it was solid. Uh, feels good to finally just get the first one out of the way. You know how it's like. It's like the first time you do anything, you're like, think about it way too much. You're like, oh, like I don't know what yeah. we should say. All that. I yep. think just to get something out. Um, and just start is really what matters. Um, so yeah, I feel good about it. Um, I don't know. Let's wrap it up. We got to figure out how we want to sign off. And I know that, okay, there's going to be people who are like, did he only drink one bush light in the whole video? Yeah, because I'm sitting here talking and I'm not focused on drinking right now, guys. Okay. 
So just priorities, yeah. content creation. Um, but I'll probably have one after we're done with the show. So it'll be a nice okay. little nightcap. Oh, and I actually kind of like the fact that I didn't do the bush in this because people are going to be mad about it. <laughs> like, he didn't even, he cracked, he was drinking the latte, but he didn't crack the, crack the bush on air. What the heck's up with that? So I kind of, it was like cold that. though. Oh my. And my, my tongue is still like cold from it. <laughs> But it had it had a very low viscosity the colder the colder the bush light got. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, bush Dude, light. I'm riding out the viscosity. <laughs> bush light has low viscosity, right? <laughs> yeah. Um ooh. I the like, viscosity of bush no, light versus I, spotted cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the video. I had I just realized that my whole page is about viscosity. It started with how thick spotted cow was. Yep. And now I'm doing ranch, but I like my ranch. Like I like my bush light, low viscosity. That's the line right there. I, I got at some point. I want to do a shirt that just says, um, like something about like great viscosity, like something about viscosity. I need to have a shirt that says <laughs> viscosity on it. Like, a um, I I heart low viscosity ranch or like something so stupid. <laughs> um, uh, that guys don't quote me on that. That's just a fresh idea. So I'll, I'll six months it. from now, I'm gonna get an email saying, "Hey, where's the low viscosity shirt?" Yeah. At? <laughs> not yeah. printing them. This don't month. email me f- about any problems of not having a low viscosity shirt. That goes to Ryan, <laughs> um, and then Ryan has to go through a couple filters to get to me. So yeah, I have Oof. to climb the ladder. Yeah, the, the, and get approval. Yeah. So, have you figured out how you want to sign <laughs> off, Ryan? I haven't figured that out yet. I'm kind of thinking like, this is bad radio, Ryan. What was the bird box sign off? I don't know, but I'll just do it because um, <laughs> Ryan can only think about t-shirts right now. Um, <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the very first You Betcha Radio podcast. Um, we had a good time. We drank a latte while we were on. Um, can't wait to do this once a week. And uh, I hope that your bush light is cold and your ranch is low viscosity. Is viscositized. Low viscosity. <laughs> All right. See you guys. This episode was brought to you by our friends over at the Bev Buckle, the world's first belt buckle that's also a retractable beverage holder. If you go to their website, bevbuckle.com, you can get 15% off with promo code YouUBETCHA with no space. Um, and then you'll be just walking around, hanging out, drinking bush lattes, but you don't have to hold it. Again, that's bevbuckle.com, promo code YouBETCHA for 15% off.